You're listening to Potter Nonsense, a podcast with me and Ray. Welcome to Potter Nonsense. My name is Ray. And I'm Fee. And on this episode, episode nine and three quarters, ha ha ha, we're going to be talking about the Wizarding I had to make the joke. Come on. I had to make the joke. Um, We're going to be talking about what happens if the wizarding world was ever to go public yes and like this i feel like this is going to be less of a choice for them and more of an inevitability because like um i mean the harry potter that we read it was pre 9-11 it was yes before the absolutely rampant use of um cctv in the uk i think that the uk is the most availed like country series of countries in the world Yes, yes, it is. And it's also pre, like, real internet. So <laughs> Yeah, like, it's pre-iPhone, it's pre-video phone, it's pre-hip-top, like, it's pre-Motorola Razor. <laughs> so I, so think, I think for, like, we'll go to the fan fiction zone for a little bit and I'm going to say that the Minister for Magic during this time is Percy Weasley because that would be funny. Uh, look, I've read a couple of fics where Percy Weasley is Minister for Magic and it's actually kind of hilarious. Yeah, and I think that this happening to Percy would just be very good. <laughs> look, I feel like he would completely go all Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader on us mm-hmm. and like just the power would go to his head, the corruption <laughs> would go to his head. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing about Percy is that he is the guy that they would choose to be Minister for Magic in our understanding of the world that, where there is no democracy. Um, like yes. he's, he's a pure-blood wizard. He's very into the rules. They don't think he's going to shake the boat much and hopefully he does some good because he's got like all of his family members behind him like, hey, Percy, can we deal with this? Yes. Yeah, no, I'd believe that. I feel like Percy Weasley would be like, okay, I'm in, I'm ready to go. What do you want me to do? Because no one sees it coming. And yeah, that there's like, you know, just enough, enough YouTube videos have gone up that they haven't been able to nuke from orbit. Yeah, right. <laughs> they don't know how to do it because they don't know shit about muggle stuff. <laughs> Right? And Hermione is just sitting there kind of like, don't look at me. I was a kid in the 90s. (laughs) Although I will say that um, as far as um, Percy trying to figure out muggle relations, he is calling up his (laughs) sister-in-law. Yes, a um, lot. Yeah, it's like I need a lot of help from Hermione. Hermione, you've bugged me for so much shit. I need you. I'm I'm calling in this favor. (laughs) Yes. It's true. Mm. He would definitely have to call Hermione. And even I think he would like relish the fact that he could call Harry Potter as well. Yes. <laughs> Just like, well, Harry Potter said that muggles do this. So that's what muggles do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Harry's just secretly in the background being like, I'm going to tell him that muggles <laughs> do this instead. And we don't do that at all. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like that Australian saying that everybody on the internet seems to think we say, which is, well, I didn't come here to fuck spiders. Literally, although I have, never, s- I have heard that in the wild. So, I 
I don't, I've, it must be a Southern Australian thing because I've never heard that in the wild. And like, I'm a Queenslander. I've heard some pretty awful stuff. I mean, you but are, I've you never. Are, you're ground zero for pants off Eagle Rock. So yes. Like, yeah. We, well, okay. I'll, <laughs> Brisbane is the home of pants off Eagle Rock. Yes, and that, uni- that is my city. And I'm Queensland. very proud of that. Was yeah, that's my that is my <laughs> alumni. Like that is my alum. I am a University of Queensland student, and we started the Pants Off Eagle Rock. Now, for anyone who doesn't know what the Pants Off Eagle Rock is, um, it's that lovely, awful song called the Eagle Rock. I'm blanking on who actually sings it. Uh, quick to Google, I go. Um, anyway, it's that awful song, awful in a great sort of way, called the Daddy Eagle cool. Rock. And every time. Ah, thank you, Daddy Cool. And every time that song comes on in a pub or a bar, because you never, ever hear it in a club, you literally stand on the dance floor and when the chorus comes on, your pants drop to your ankles and you have to, like, do this really weird gyrating motion and then you have to run before you can get kicked out. (laughs) And it's called Pants Off Eagle Rock and I am dead set, hand to my heart, I swear on my corgi's life, I have seen that happen in several bars around Brisbane. I didn't, and it is now a national occurrence. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing, but my mum experiences it at the football club. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry, my boyfriend who is usually playing games downstairs is kind of listening right now, and he's just put his head around the corner and gone. I've seen it done at a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> the entire groomsmen's party got involved and there was pants off eagle rock at a wedding so clearly we're a classy bunch up here <laughs> i mean i i just noticed the phenomenon at um weddings that i've been to in that you know that it's a millennial wedding because there'll be a point where a dozen people stand in the in a circle and scream mr brightside li- <laughs> along with the yeah song. <laughs> look that came up on my shuffle the other day and I was very, very pleased because my window was down and I was at a set of traffic lights and I was belting <laughs> it out at the top of my lungs and I look over and the two guys and the girl in the car next to me had wound their windows down and were also belting it out at the same time. Incredible. <laughs> it brings people together. It does. It anyway, really back does. to Percy Weasley. Although I will say one more thing as far as um, weird Australian responses to um, American music. <laughs> I'm going to say, which is, um, I mean, Americans love songs with rules. They don't have this song with rules. It is the Nutbush City Limits, the song that, is it Tina Turner, that song? Oh, yes. Uh, Yes, Tina Turner. Yes, Tina Turner, the song about her hometown. For some reason, Australians will all come together to line dance to it with no explanation. (laughs) None. And every, every Australia, every Australian knows the Nutbush City Limit dance. Yes. <laughs> um, I, yeah. need, I need to have uh, at it, least It has its own Wikipedia page. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it has its own Wikipedia. The Nutbush is a popular dance in Australia. It is characterised as a line dance and is performed to Tina Turner's song Nutbush City Limits. Wow. Truly an icon. Do you think it's because we really, right, do you think it's because we, we call it like even like the smallest grouping of trees the bush? I don't know. I do know that it was like started as a fitness initiative in schools. The 80s. Yeah, in the 80s. <laughs> in Australia's schools. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. There's, there are 
dance steps on the Wikipedia page. Hands are generally placed akimbo and feet shoulder width apart in a neutral position. The following moves take place to the beat of the drum during the song. Akimbo is my optometrist at work, but also um, the coolest word I've ever heard and said in the most Australian accent ever. Um, I'm done for the night. I feel like I have only ever heard the word akimbo in relation to breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I guess. <laughs> well, if you look at the dictionary definition for akimbo, it mean, it's an adverb meaning with hands on the hips and elbows turned outwards. Okay. <laughs> or with reference to limbs flung outward widely or haphazardly. <laughs> yes. Um, usually it is a – I have heard it in relation to unrestrained breasts. <laughs> oh my God. I really like – I really – I really like that. What does oh my god, guns and Kimbo? Oh no. That's <laughs> Is dual wielding guns. <laughs> okay. Oh man. All right. There's tangent number one for the night. <laughs> We're doing so, well. Percy Weasley says to Harry Potter, Do uh Muggles actually do this? And Harry Potter goes, Yeah, they actually stand there with their hands akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right (laughs) we have totally lost track of this conversation already (laughs) i don't think i'm how do we get back to like how do we get back it's it's like when i was in when i visited you in brisbane and learned that there were roads that are like multiple lanes but only go one way and it's like how do I get back we didn't we missed the turn off how do I get to where I meant to go (laughs) yeah look I live in the city and I still don't know how the roads here work (laughs) (laughs) okay so we've got um Percy Weasley probably honestly only just ended office and then or possibly even like whoever was in there before it's like, oh, okay, this is happening. I quit. <laughs> this is someone else's yeah. problem yeah. now. I didn't – I came here for the cushy bureaucracy of the matter. I did not take this job to spearhead this whole thing. So what I'm going to do is fuck off to my, like, stately home and have a cup of tea and this is someone else's problem. <laughs> That's is that's exactly what would happen. And Percy Weasley, who is eager to please and, you know, always wanted to be in charge, he's like, Okay, this is my time. They're gonna let me do it. I'm gonna I'm going to accept. <laughs> yep. That's exactly how Percy Weasley came to be in the Minister Parliament. for Magic. <laughs> yeah. Um So yeah, No, okay. I'll I'll, I'll pay that. Yeah. Which um, I mean would also result in um, a great conversation between him and the Prime Minister of Britain, whoever yes. whoever that would be at the time, because um, we haven't we haven't. Good Lord, an exact... could you imagine? Hmm? We don't have an exact, but could you imagine Boris Johnson finding out about oh, the Wizarding Jesus World? Jesus Christ! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh... Yeah. I feel yeah. like he just that's, proposed that's burning them. <laughs> yes. 
I feel like he would. Oh. And this is the thing. Like if the Wizarding World came to be, particularly in America, would all of those really religious states suddenly go, oh, my God, burn them all, and then we'd have mass burnings of people? Uh, yeah. Or try to at least? I mean, I don't even – like there was never a witch burning in America. It was always hanging, so I don't know if – It was hanging. Or drowning. Yes. Oh, was it drowning in America? If they didn't float. I think that was that was Yeah, just, there was some drowning in America. Okay. I thought that was more um Europe and England for Um, I'm pretty sure in there was a couple of instances of drowning in Danvers, Massachusetts. I often forget exactly how long um Europe's been fucking with America, so like <laughs> it's I, I, was true. Thinking, I was thinking like, oh, that would be like you know, way too late in the game, and then I realized, oh no, um, fucker went over there in um, 1492. Um, you know, all sorts of shit probably happened, all sorts of white nonsense. Yeah. Um, drowning, witchcraft. I'm googling yeah. it. <laughs> but yeah, so there's. I mean, there's always the point where like the new minister meets the new prime minister in. Um, like that—that's already a thing that happened. <laughs> so the prime minister of Britain, whoever that might be at the time, sitting in his office, uh, there's there's you know been pandemonium over whether these videos are real and all of that. Um, he's been trying to like he doesn't have a line to talk to the wizards. The wizards come mm. to him. So <laughs> yes. it's a matter of um like. Come on, when are they gonna? When are they gonna come? Drop in. When are they gonna say something to me? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and it's just this skinny ginger has just crawled into his office from the um, portrait that that he comes through, and it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, everything is absolutely bonkers right now, and I don't know you. What is going on? <laughs> right, but it's even funnier if you imagine it that it is Boris Johnson. <laughs> Because his reaction would just be out of this world. Yeah, I feel like it would have been earlier, but for funsies, it's Boris Johnson. <laughs> yes, for funsies right now, it's Boris Johnson. Just because I like saying the name Boris. Um, oh, it's, it's Okay, so just to scooch on back to the Salem Witch Trials mm-hmm. for a hot second, uh, there was the ducking stool. Um, if they did, if they drowned, they were innocent. If they floated, they were witchcraft and died anyway. Yep. There was some burned at the stake. But mostly they were hung at the gallows. At Salem. In Salem, yep. Huh. I was so mm-hmm. sure there wasn't any, no one was actually burned. I know that that one guy was like pressed to death, but. There was, yeah, there was a guy who was pressed to death. It that was, was actually, Giles Corey. I'm yeah, he was sure. actually like a real jerk as far as I'm aware. <laughs> yes, no, Giles Corey. He was 81 years old though, mm-hmm. like. But, yeah, it, it was suspected that he had murdered one of his wives, so mm. not a chill mm-hmm. dude. Um, they made him into a really um, nice guy on the TV show Salem, which is a show that is absolutely bonkers, and I do recommend it not because it's good but because it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I've seen – I think I've seen, like, the half of the first season. Marilyn Manson uh, yeah. is in the third season. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, I mean, Lucy Lawless is in the second season just devouring scenery, and I love her. <laughs> oh, she's so great. Like she's playing a character that was um like one of her lives um that she, you know, carried out at one point. She was Elizabeth Valtteri. So 
<laughs> the show yeah. is nonsense, absolute nonsense, and I love it. <laughs> it is. I think I should sit and rewatch it. Mm, probably. <laughs> just, just don't make it a priority. But one day when you're like feeling a bit sick, just, just, just put it on. <laughs> Yes, yeah, just put it on as background noise. When you don't want to do anything with your day, yeah, that's 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 what to watch. <laughs> mm. But yeah, the yeah. religious people um who already have a lot of like super conservative ideas, probably not too keen on the whole um there's witchcraft thing. Yeah. Yeah, probs not. It would be uh, look, I think it would be interesting just for the sheer mayhem that would occur as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just thinking like like how things have come to light and people have reacted. Witchcraft would just be one of those things that I literally think people would drop dead out of surprise. Yeah, there were probably would be a couple of people who did that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine like, there would be some fringe religious groups that start up as well, a la like True Blood with yeah. the anti-vampire church. Yes, yeah. Oh, there would definitely be anti-witch. I mean, that's that's just the church. But there would definitely be like specific anti-witchcraft uh they would specifically be anti-witchcraft churches and congregations. And they may not even be particularly religious. They would just be people who were just to- so terrified of people being able to do extraordinary things like, that yeah, like, they um, would just start their own thing. Like the One Million Mums group and all of that. <laughs> like the, um, <sighs> uh, you know, usually just really upsetting people who organize against stuff like this. Um, oh, now I'm just thinking um, – you haven't watched much Buffy, have you? I've watched a bit, bits and pieces. I don't know if you watched this episode. It was not very good, but it um, basically the demon creates mass hysteria, and um, by by having a kid, children um, appear to have been killed by witches. Ooh. And uh, oh, you might have seen. No, that I one. vaguely remember the witch episodes. Yeah. Episode. Um, so Joyce, who is Buffy's mum, gets this bug and she starts up this group called Mums Opposed to the Occult. Mothers Opposed to the Occult, <laughs> which sta- which <laughs> when you turn that into an acronym, it's Moo. So <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> It's just one of those things where it's like there'd definitely be like a moo that comes up out of this because, you know, there's the whole mum groups against vaccines and bullshit like that. Yeah. So there's absolutely going to be one against magic. Right. And that's, that is what I was just about to sort of make the connection with. Think of the hysteria that were caused by vaccinations and now all these people that are like, well, if they- you don't, if I can't vaccinate, if I don't want to vaccinate my children, we're going to start up our own uh, kindergarten so these people can, these kids can live in peace and that sort of thing. Well, it en- would be the enjoy your Petri dish, guys. I know, right? I almost said die in peace. and like, I mean, they're saying live just, in peace. We understand wrong. it to be die in peace because unfortunately yeah, know, when it comes to this, they're not the people who are driving this thing are not hurting themselves, they're hurting children. 
they're, they're hurting children and they're hurting other people's children. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, uh, <sighs> but it it would be the same for witchcraft. There would be a lot of um, a lot of like segregation again. Mm. I feel like it would bring back segregation. Like if there are, I mean. Since the bring back segregation. Since the Wizarding World has kept itself so separate, it would be interesting, like, if there were attempts to integrate with the world. I feel like I feel like a lot of as as time goes on and like witches and wizards get go from like teenage years to adult years. I feel like a lot of them, particularly when there's a lot more muggle-borns starting to appear at Hogwarts and kids that have lived in the muggle world. And still have their parents in the muggle world? Yeah, I feel like they would just keep sort of switching back and forth and back and forth. And, I mean, think about the friends Hermione made. For example, if like say Hermione didn't have to obliviate her own parents, she would have definitely taken her friends home for holidays and definitely would have like once she uh, graduated it would have been like oh everybody come like live in London muggle London for a little while or we're gonna go to muggle France for a bit mm. yeah it does so I like yeah on the surface it does seem like you know you basically just fuck off from the muggle world when you realize that you're uh witch or wizard but like yeah. that's not how people generally work unless they've joined like a cult yeah no and like I don't think it would be a cult mm. like I don't think which I don't see witchcraft and Hogwarts and that as a cult I see it as yet yeah, don't generally we don't tell muggles purely because we don't know how they'll react and also we don't uh, want but- to be bothered <laughs> Yeah, well, that too. Uh, but I don't see, like, personally, if I was a muggle-born who went to Hogwarts, I'd still want to go back home and see my mom. Yeah. Seamus Finnegan would definitely want to go back and see. And then there's well, his oh, mom's hold a on, witch. Seamus Finnegan. His mom's a witch. Dad's a muggle. Pretty of a nasty shock for him when he found out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't resist. Uh, I just feel like... Um, he would still go back home because his mother married a muggle. There's all sorts of witches and wizards who go into the muggle world. How else are they going to meet muggles if they don't go into the muggle world? Mm. Yeah, there's got to be some level of interaction in between, but it does seem like they they generally end up with jobs in the wizarding world and stuff like that. Like there's no – yeah, I'm going to go back and um, take up the family business again. I'm going to – like, cool. Went to wizard school. I'm going to go be an electrician. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. I, electrician comes to mind because my brother's just started his apprenticeship. <laughs> um, oh, nice. But, yeah, it's like you'd, you'd have to have kids who were like, okay, I've learned the stuff, but I feel better in the other world that I spend my non-school time at. <laughs> Yeah, well, this is also the other thing. Like, you graduate Hogwarts. We've established that there's really no university. We've also established that there's not really a lot to do. What jobs are they going to pick up? Oh, I'm going to go work in Diagon Alley for three galleons an hour. Mm-hmm. Eh, eh, no. Although three, ga- the three galleons world. an hour is like 
absolutely magnificent compared to um, what Americans make. So. It's true. It's true. Because <laughs> um, I think Sorry, it's... Sorry, two sickles and a nut now. Yeah. Um, a galleon is meant to work out to something like five pounds. Yes. Yeah, something like that. Mm. She's got the conversion on there somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a nonsense conversion for a nonsense currency that was meant to be, you know, mocking the old-fashioned um, pounds, uh, shillings, and um, pence model. Yeah, look, I'll give her that. It was pretty funny yeah. to hear that there's like seven sickles in a galleon or something. <laughs> like three, I can't even remember what the conversions are now, yeah. but something stupid. Just, just make absolute um, mockery of pre- um, metric measurements just feel free go off <laughs> yeah why not um yeah so I feel like there would be a lot of muggleborns who would go back to the muggle world and then they drag their wizarding friends back with them mm. yeah like that and you know that like you know recently of age um wiz- wizards who would definitely be the reason that um they're being exposed in the first place would just be really into going to like muggle clubs. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're just dipping into the, into the muggle world and just, you know, observing them like they're animals a little bit, I feel. (laughs) But do you know what would be the most joyous thing that you could ever do is if you went to a muggle club, a nightclub, and you found the most off-their-tits person you've ever seen in their life and you just kind of did a magic trick, it doesn't even have to be a good magic trick, you'd be like a god to them. Yeah, just, just you know, turn, turn their Coke into a lemonade, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Turn their water into wine. <laughs> I mean, it worked for Jesus. So. <laughs> it did. Did not work for shame. Oh, no, he was trying to turn... Water into, rum into rum and water into rum. He was eleven, so that that implies some um, that's um an upsetting racial well not racial but yeah. um turn this turn this water <laughs> into rum. It's just just a little bit um xenophobic there. Thanks, England. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Um, but I feel like it would be something like that. Yeah. So they they would be discovering that, you know, they are among us. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, a lot of, um, I mean, the purebloods are probably not sending their kids to regular schools, but, like, half-blood families, like, families with, like, one wizard parent, one um, muggle parent would definitely be like, yeah, we're just going to send our kids to primary school because, you know, that's simple and they'll get a good, well-rounded beginner's education. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And then, of course, you'd have I the just, people who are like, we we can't have these dangerous children in our schools. Yeah, we can. Jog mm. on. Muggle kids with a gun are more dangerous. <laughs> oh, that, that's I mean, did grim. I say that out loud? That's, that's grim. <laughs> um, Look, the only way I could have made that worse was to say white boys with a, a superiority complex and a gun could be worse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you definitely have your, like, wizarding, um, wizarding world equivalent of, um, Senator Kelly from the X-Men, who... Jesus, it, yeah, they would have who to Who in be. the real world is just Mike Pence. Um, <laughs> he even looks like... <laughs> like, I mean, 
Senator Kelly is a cartoon character of a, um, you know, grey-haired white man. It, there's not a lot that you need to do to transfer that onto Mike Pence, but, like, just pictures of Mike Pence when he's about to talk look like he's about to talk about the mutant problem. Yes. I mean, he is the, – the mutants were, like, meant to represent homosexuality. So, I mean, you're not wrong. Mm. We're not wrong. It's true. <laughs> I mean, probably um, uh. in, in the early 60s, it was probably more um, of the civil rights mu- movement for black people, but it has just come around to, you know, all minorities are mutants. Which yeah. then. I mean, there's always going to be someone trying to repress someone else, which is the worst thing. Mm. The unfortunate um, side effect of that one is that there are a lot of white mutants and. You know, when they could be also the actual yeah. minority. <laughs> yeah. That's disappointing. I mean, that that's a lot of fantasy is, you know, I get that you've got the metaphor going on here for um, the way that certain groups of people are oppressed, but um, you could also have some actual minorities in it. Yeah. That's the worst part, though, is that they don't. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying oh, to remember well. the um, Cards Against Humanity card. It's like um, a, a, fictional, a fictional world created for white men where there are no black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's like out of, out of the Lord of the Rings deck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's depressing when you really sit and think about it. But um, Ignorance really is bliss. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can always just be really, really glad for the existence of our um, lady and saviour, Storm Aurora Monroe, noted um, African bisexual lady. (laughs) Mm, 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 mm. Love her. They they have actually recently, I, I think, just just in a panel without like any kind of any kind of um fanfare about it like just they went through um all of her exes and Yukio was in there so it's like yes we knew it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> to a different angle of the ways that um people of varying religions will react to the situation um and i say this as a pagan i feel like there'd be a level of feeling real shitty as a muggle pagan mm. <laughs> upon the discovery of like you know full on special effects style magic being a thing yeah like there'd just be a level of identity crisis there oh absolutely I think there'd be a level of identity crisis for a lot of people and do you know what I feel like some people would be really mad that they didn't have power oh yeah definitely like, why do they get power and I do not? Because mm. that would 100% be me. <laughs> oh. I'm not even going to lie. That would 100% be me. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd, I'd be probably so be, there, be there right there with you. Like, it's cool stuff that they can do. <laughs> and I can't. Yeah. And I want right? to do the thing. Why can't I do it? Yeah. So I'd be really mad. Mm. But I feel like it, as time goes on, it would be harder and harder for anybody to hide it. 
Yeah. Technology makes everything more difficult to hide. It does. It really does. Like there's so much going on at this point, like just with social media, like there's the places that exist to hide are either going away or honestly already gone. Yeah, right. But yeah. Um, it's a... Uh... I feel like there'd be a level of, like, fetishization as well. Oh, absolutely. People fetishize everything. Mm. So, like... The... Like, if... I love that quote where it's like, if you can think about it, it's already on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of um, really horrific things I have accidentally... Um, you know, willed into existence by just like thinking, hey, that's probably a thing. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. I, I can't think of things yep. now, but um, we don't need to think of things now. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, so, yeah, Minister Percy, he's um, probably got to make some kind of address to the greater world. Yes. Yeah. Which I imagine can only go well. Oh, God. He would cock it up so bad. <laughs> oh, it's just be like, you know, I feel like the general, like, live reaction on Twitter would be like, so we found out that there's magic and they're being re- represented by this nerd. Yeah, right. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's his brothers that say that. <laughs> Ron's already on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, Ron's already on Twitter. He's married to Hermione. And because Ron's on Twitter, the twins are on Twitter. Uh, one of them. Oh, ouch. Sorry. <laughs> still, uh, still, no, he's not dead. He is not dead. Um, not dead. Oh, Ginny would be good on Twitter. Refuse to believe it. <laughs> Uh, no. But yeah, He's yeah. So, I mean, as soon as like the embargo on like, well, the um statute of secrecy, like as soon as that gets lifted, like Charlie has an Instagram full of dragons. Yes, man, he'd have like a hundred thousand followers yeah, as well. Yeah, he'd be instantly internet famous. <laughs> Look, I firmly believe that some of these people who do, like, street magic are actually wizards. Oh, in in world or in real life? In okay. real life. In real life. I don't, I don't like street magic because it freaks me out because I never know how they do it. So I get really mad. And I am utterly convinced that these people are wizards. I mean, I can support that. Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller are two wizards that, like, the Ministry of Magic just can't, like, control. So they're just kind of like, oh, Well, for one thing, they're the McCuse's um, responsibility. And you know that they're incredibly more useless than the Ministry of Magic. And the Ministry of Magic is already pretty useless. (laughs) I feel like the the McCuser is just kind of like, you know what? You're actually helping keep us hidden. So keep doing what you're doing. yeah. You know, hiding in plain sight. Like... The McCuser's initiative to um, just, especially like since, that, I mean, the David Blaine, is that his name? That like 
guy that was yes. Chris Angel before Chris Angel <laughs> was a thing. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like starting from the 90s, the Macuser just had this initiative to like, if you want to just go be a fucking weirdo in the wizard <laughs> in the Muggle world, we will totally support you. We will pay you for it, and then they will probably pay you for it because they're dumb. Right. Right, because the flip side, let's think about the flip side of technology is that it's easily manipulated. Like you think of all of the movies and TV shows and just hoax videos on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like even if you got, and I I was thinking about this literally like two days ago, even if you got a video of someone doing actual magic and uploaded it to the internet, nobody would fucking believe you because they just think that you just use some really cool software and you've manipulated it. It would definitely be so like, in the world of conspiracy theories before like they actually were like, yeah, okay, it's time that we actually really need to come out. Yeah, right. But even then I still think that, oh, yeah, buddy, okay. Like no one would believe it. Yeah, there would definitely be people who think that like Percy's speech is a hoax. Yeah, right? It's just like, oh, God, there's a new movie coming out. Change the channel. <laughs> uh, That's what it would be. If everyone would just assume for the longest time that it was just a big old publicity stunt and oh, Hollywood's got a new movie coming out and why are we watching this? Turn that stupid nerdy kid off. Uh, I'm also just thinking once everyone does, like, buy into the whole thing, all I'm just thinking of, like, with – um, internet famous Charlie Weasley, like people actually coming to understand that that squiffy nerd who told us that there was magic is the brother of the cool guy with the dragons. Oh my god, people would die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you tell people there's a third Hemsworth brother. <laughs> yeah. And then you and then you tell them that uh the third Hemsworth brother was actually in Thor, Dark World. Oh, no, Thor, Ragnarok. Yes. <laughs> and no, still people don't believe you. I mean, the uh, Luke Hemsworth is now getting his day because he's in, what's it called, the latest HBO nonsense thing. I don't think that's even the latest mm-hmm. thing. Um, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, oh, it's God, the I one with remember. the robots and it's in Westworld. <laughs> Thank you. It was like you got there in the end. I mean, it's one of those things matters. where it's like it's got to have a better name than that, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it's literally Westworld. And I know that it's a remake of something else, but like I'm still just there. Like, no, that can't just like that. That's a dumb name. <laughs> no, it's definitely that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Okay. Yeah. So he is getting his day, but it would just it would literally be exactly like that. Mm. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. But yeah, I do. I, I'm, yep. I just keep on thinking about the idea that like all of all of the um like fa- famous magicians are actually just wizards who are being sent out to. Distract They're just wizards people. that are hiding in plain sight. <laughs> yeah, they're literally just wizards hiding in plain sight. Uh, who else do you think? Like just yeah. just general celebrities. Wizard in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah, like um I reckon that that kid Aiden Gallagher from uh Umbrella Academy, who is fifteen years old and manages to convincingly play a murderous fifty-eight year old. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Like <laughs> I it, Yeah. 
Have you seen Umbrella yes, Academy? Yes, I have. Yeah, he plays number five. Like, he's a kid and he manages to convince you that he's actually an 85-year-old man stuck in a 15-year-old's body. Like, come on, dude. You're 15 years old. Talk about your overachieving. Yeah, that that's pretty magnificent. I'm going to um, put forward Janelle Monáe. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I'll accept Janelle Monáe. <laughs> as our Lord and Saviour and as, you know, a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Nobody should look at that good in a suit. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> Men don't even look good that that good in a suit. And nor do they deserve to, let's be honest. <laughs> Not with people like Janelle Monet around. <laughs> oh. How dare they even try? It's like this this is no longer a garment that's for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it's pretty stereotypical to mention Bowie and Prince. Bowie and Prince, yeah. Yeah, Bowie. I'll pay Bowie. Mm. But yeah, just um, – so, yeah, there'd definitely be the people who think it's an absolute hoax. So there'd be the people who'd be furious and, like, the people who just want to fuck wizards. Um, <laughs> I, think that, I think that's the three broad car- categories. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. And like um, just because I mean it would also really depend on when it happened as well. Because like if it happened now, absolutely no one's going to believe it. Because nothing is real anymore. <laughs> like, no. like there are people in the world who think that the earth is flat again. There's no way that people are going to on mass believe that there are, there's actual magic. <laughs> yeah, look, it's true. It's so sad. It's like I those people make me so mad. Yeah, so I think we can we can firmly I think early I want to say like around 2010 was when like we had full like iPhones were in full swing by then. Yeah. Like the the smartphone revolution had occurred, and every everyone had a camera in their phones, and you know all of the saturation of surveillance equipment also just massive. So yeah, I think that around 2010 is when this would be an actual thing if it was going to be a thing, and people were going to believe that it was real. Yeah, yeah, because that's when it would yeah. start would have started to be a thing. Mm. And then from, you know, as that decade wears on, reality starts to become more subjective and more upsetting. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Mm. Yeah, so. Yeah. So I feel like we have come to the conclusion. Yeah, I, I. I I would like to think of like what um what they could actually come up with together once there's you know once we're integrating the two worlds like mm-hmm. just all of the ways that like each each world could help it help each other out. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
And, like, a lot of this is linked to our last discussion with, like, transportation and um, electricity and the various, um, you know, the give and take that they could actually have. Like, they could actually draw up decent terms between the Wizarding World and we're going with Wizarding Britain here because it would appear that every nation has its own stuff going on. Although imagine being the first like wizarding nation to be like, Hey, we're going to go public. Yeah. Right. After hundreds of years of being like, absolutely no one can know about us. Yeah. I never understood that. I mean, humans try and kill you. Just kill the humans. Yeah. The power is definitely with um, the wizards when it comes to like, integrating with the with the muggle world like what are the muggles gonna do if they don't like it yep and i know that like hagrid gives the explanation that like they just don't want the muggles asking them to do stuff for them and it's like okay cool i guess but also what are they gonna do if you say no true it's true like, I think about this every time I go and write a world where magic is hidden, and I think, why is magic hidden? They're definitely the elite. Mm. I mean, if your magic has rules, which the magic in the wizarding world does not. <laughs> We've already <laughs> established the, that. There's, there's no fucking rules. If you have, like, a specific set of rules regarding how magic works and why you can't just oppress literally everyone and it's all you know, going to be vastly in favour of the magic people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that that makes more sense. If you have some kind of vulnerability that is very available to be exploited, that makes sense. Yeah, if absolutely. you don't, go the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, no. So I think mm. by now, 2019, the Wizarding World would be out and about and letting their freak flag fly. But I think there would be a lot of a lot to overcome before they got to that point. Mm. And it would. Well, you're right. Just it, convincing everyone that they're real. Yeah, right. And <laughs> you're right. It would have had to have started early. Like it would have had to have started as soon as we started to get iPhones and do it for the Vine and Instagram and things like that. I mean, do it for the Vine is fairly late in um, the internet thing, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but there, I'm sure there was something for do it for the Vine. Maybe do it for Twitter. Maybe. I can't remember. I feel like just, I mean, YouTube was a revelation when it came out. Instead of, oh, you know what it would be? It would be, you know, that, um, that early viral video of that big guy mouthing along to that annoying song. I've totally blanked on it. Oh, Numa Numa song. Yes. It would be that, but like people on broomsticks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can, I, it'd be like Weeble stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 We are very much like establishing what age we are at this point. We really, you know, we really are. Hold on. Hold on. Badger, so, badger, mushroom. Oh my god! Snake. Yes. Well, that wasn't that a weeble. <laughs> yeah, 
Badger mushroom snake would have badger 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 mushroom mushroom snake snake. That definitely had a Harry Potter version. It did as well. That definitely would have been written by a Hufflepuff that was high as balls and a Slytherin who thought it was hilarious. But yeah, but yeah, just um, confessing to knowing about the um, internet before, um, yeah, I before know. YouTube, when like you'd, you'd, there were funny videos to watch on the internet, and you had to go to many different websites to go to to watch them. Many very, very questionable websites, I might add, especially yes. uh, end of the world, fire oh, the missiles. But I am a bit tired. Yeah, yep, I'm really showing my age right now, so I'm going to stop. And we there are was a going... sequel to that fairly recently. I don't know if you saw it. There was a what? There was a sequel to End of the World. Are you serious? I'm going to have to go look that up now. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh. Wait, just one, one last weird internet thing. Yes. Did you see the original Flash video of actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf before they did, before Shia LaBeouf knew about actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf? I sure did. <laughs> I definitely oh, saw I just, that. I just remember before I had seen the like one with like the, all of the dancers and all of that, I was just like, like I saw the thumbnail and I'm like, is this what I think it is to the person who linked it? And he's like, it's, it's better. And I better. click onto it. Matt had not seen the original. <laughs> he's oh watching it with me. He's extremely confused. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw the original actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf and then I think I did the exact same thing. Someone linked me the updated version and they were like, seriously, watch to the end. And I was like, okay, I'll watch to the end. And then I think I cried laughing. <laughs> so, yes, I was around. I've been on the internet a very, very long time. <laughs> But I mean, it's like my Tumblr. We grew up here, but we remember before it. (laughs) Yeah, look, my Tumblr dates back to literally January 2009. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm back. And if you think that I haven't recently been through my archives, you're wrong. And I completely have blanked out uh, in my mind, but my Tumblr has not, that I had a very big Mish Apocalypse phase. And I was definitely, oh, wow. yeah, I was definitely uh, super hulock trash. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't believe I'm admitting this on a podcast. But also, um, I followed, this is a fun story. I followed Fee back, way, way back. She was probably like the, I don't know, fourth or fifth blog I think I ever followed because it came up in blogs you might like. And this was back when you were face of Bo. Oh yeah. wow! It was the face of bro. Yeah, sorry, face of bro. Back when everyone was everyone, there was a thing on Tumblr where everyone had like a note, a like recognizable thing that they had changed into bro. So it was like Bruce Iden yep. and stuff like that. That was the trend for Tumblr handles. Yep. So I I did the face of the bro. face of bro. I can't even remember what my bro handle was. I know I had one. I'd have to go have a look. <laughs> uh, no, it hasn't come to me. I know I had one. But anyway, yeah, I followed you when you were face of bro and I followed Kim and I followed Kayla and uh, there was another one. There was Kayla and I'm blanking on. Uh, did you follow Rick Kayla? Yes. Jocelyn? Yes, Jocelyn's familiar. Jo- Jocelyn who has football podcasts oh, now. Hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I followed a whole bunch of people. And then it wasn't until like, I don't know, 
uh, maybe like a little while, like, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago that I was in a Marvel RP and our dear friend Lex was also in the Marvel RP just randomly and they were like, oh, hey, I'm going to invite my friend and it turned out to be you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> and you were you were quietly trying to be cool. I was I because you and Kim <laughs> and not like – You and Kim and all that little group were like super cool and I was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yep. And I I, I mean, I always felt like I was the least cool person in that group. (laughs) But Kim and I did have the the blog where we just took Bradley James's face and put it in and badly photoshopped it into different things. And I followed followed that blog too. (laughs) I think it's still up. Yeah, it probably is, hey. <laughs> Man. But oh, yeah. So truly the, iconic. The takeaway the takeaway from this end tangent is if your Tumblr is over ten years old or just on ten years old, don't look at your archive because it will scare you. I mean Tumblr has just once again been sold um at a fraction of what it was originally. Um, sold to Verizon for. So that's funny. Um, I don't know what the, whether it's going to become a better place to do art. It can't Um, get much worse. People are hoping it will, but, um, you know, they've lost, they've hemorrhaged, um, users, but you know, the blog. Yeah. And then there's us who were there from the beginning (laughs) when it was still really taboo to talk about it and we're not leaving. So... Like I kind of like every now and then I'll pop on. I I use it just for RP now. No, I still <laughs> use it just to look at pictures and mindlessly mm. scroll. Um, do you do you know what I was there for? The Tumblr verse four chan. What is air? Yeah. Oh no. I was there for that. Yeah, that that I I was there for that too. Uh, that was I was in thing. the middle of that. And if we have any listeners who are sitting there going, "I don't understand what you guys are talking about," good, keep it that way. Don't Good Google it. Don't look at it. Don't go through anyone's Tumblr to find out. Just leave it that way and let it die. I mean, there was that thing where 4chan was going to try and like bomb out all of the kids on Tumblr with, like, horrendous pictures. Yeah, they were trying to put gore and everything. It didn't work. Yeah, but this was pre-tagging. Yeah, right. So they they didn't understand that people had to actually follow them to see it. Yeah, because Tumblr didn't uh, – that's, that's <laughs> new. Tumblr didn't always have a tagging algorithm. Think about yeah. that, guys. <laughs> so there was <laughs> – so it was like just this completely failed 4chan raid that happened because like their whole master plan hinged on the fact that people would be seeing content and you couldn't see content from blogs that like you would have to seek out the content to see it. You couldn't accidentally stumble upon that content. Yeah. It was extremely embarrassing. It was. It really was. And you know what? 4chan hasn't got any better. No. Um, it's just that the especially bad stuff has gone to 8chan, which I think is going to be shut down now. Oh, my God. I didn't even know there was an 8chan. 8chan was specifically for white supremacists to hang out, and that's where all of the manu- manifestos of um, mass shooters have gone oh, up. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Glad I don't know what yeah. it is. Yeah. 8chan is wh- where people who got banned from 4chan oh. went. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, after th- one of the more recent ones, um, they're like, yeah, okay, well, um, no one wants to host us. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so they, they're just gone now. Thank God. But, and on that incredible, yeah. we are very old and we've been on the internet since the dawn of time, we might leave it there. <laughs> uh, you can, As always, you can uh, follow us on Twitter. I rarely ever check the thing and I feel like I check it less now that I give everybody my handle. So if you're trying to get hold of me on there, my <laughs> handle is at Ray is a writer, R-A-E. And I'm at raven.com, R-A-V-E-N-D-O-R-K-H-O-L-M-E. I swear to God, you're going to change it one day to something really short and easy. I am. I probably (laughs) am. Um, (laughs) And we we do have the Facebook page as well. It's at a modest um, number of people now. We'd love to see more of you guys there. Uh, Just search Potter Nonsense Podcast in Facebook. Another terrible website. Okay, Potter Nonsense Podcast. Potter Nonsense Podcast Facebook. I definitely check. So if you desperately need to get a hold of me for whatever reason, just message me on there. <laughs> but uh, with that in mind, until next time, mischief managed. Mischief managed. Bye. Potter Nonsense is a production of Bronze Pig Media and is recorded in Queensland and South Australia. If you liked the show, please rate, review and subscribe so that others can find us. You can contact us on Twitter at BronzePigMedia or by email at BronzePigMedia at gmail.com. I'm going to start recording this and, of course, as soon as I hit record, the dog decides to throw her ball down the stairs. Of course and she I does. Haven't shut, I haven't shut the doors because I've got crap in front of the doors that I just don't feel like moving. Um, so... Yeah, background noise for the win. Anyway. I put new batteries uh, in Ginny's favourite toy, so she should not bother us whatsoever. <laughs> oh, good. Let's go. Oh, now she's now she's squeaking, said toy. Uh, I'm that's sure okay. that our listeners My... will be glad to know, like, just that that's the sound of a dog. <laughs> yeah, my like mic dogs. has a mute, so if I suddenly disappear, it's because I've muted the mic to yell at the dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so... Bronze Pig Media. Oi!